1: Mobile banking
0: requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey
1: everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw.
0: This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or... We'll just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From Page Six
1: to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glenn. What's up, buddy? How are you?
0: I'm good, man. How you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm excited. Like, I don't know, something about the end of the year and getting to relax and like, just stop moving. I'm like, stoked for I mean, we, I feel like we, all we've been doing is running around this year. Like, trying to lock down guests and putting out episodes. And so it's like, Oh, finally, finally, it's like, we're going to have a little bit of a break here.
0: Yeah. It's uh, it's good to have a break. I feel like everyone's on break, even like the celebrity, the, the celebrities themselves aren't oh, doing as much this time of year. Um, so, no. so it's good for us to kind of look back and see what we've done, you know, cause we've had some net- pretty cool things on this podcast this past year.
1: We've, we've had amazing things on the podcast and you know it's funny because i i was talking to you off camera about how like let's do something different for this episode because yeah you know we've already got two celebs locked and loaded for for to release but i'm like no let's let's look back let's go back through our year let's talk about some of the biggest guests we've had let's talk about some of the biggest moments i i, I don't personally for the podcast everything because i don't know it's it's it's, it's fun we did we're doing really well and I'm. I want to pat ourselves on the back just a little bit. Is that okay? Is yeah, that weird? I think we. Uh, I think we deserve <laughs> it.
0: I think we earned it. It's. Uh, no, it's been definitely a fun year, cool year. You know, obviously stuff on the podcast. Me, you know, us breaking stories. We actually ended the year breaking a pretty huge story, and uh, and then also like, you know, it's a pretty good run around the, the streets with my camera. Got to meet some pretty cool people. I mean, at the end of the year, my last interview of the year because I'm pretty much hanging up my camera for the rest of the year but um my last interview was with Derek Jeter which come on Derek Jeter is a New Yorker That's it's a
1: freaking awesome. huge interview absolutely then,
0: you know right before that I'm singing on the streets of Michael Buble and then we also just broke a huge story can we talk about this story
1: we can yeah. but let me let me read a quick okay. review as we normally do at the beginning of the show just as a quick thank you and by the way not only thank you to this person, but thank you to everyone who has left us reviews over the last year. It is greatly appreciated. We have been, you know, we, we jump around on the charts, you know, and I, right? I think right now we're in the top 10 on the entertainment charts of iTunes, which is, was thanks a lot to you guys. Like, we obviously wouldn't be there by ourselves if you guys weren't listening to the podcast or, or watching it on YouTube or any of that kind of stuff. So thank you guys all for tuning in. And let me just give a quick shout out to uh lecrae girl 5150 great podcast you guys make a great team my new fave i found you guys through zach love it guys great guests keep it going so thank you Cray girl 5150 and uh thank you again to zach for having us on his podcast hashtag no filter um that that was a really fun podcast for us to be on and yeah yeah um been fun getting to know some of his listeners that have now become our listeners and and vice versa so thank you yeah
0: yeah for sure um so yeah that's been good um now can we talk about this story that we just broke
1: yes 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 because this was huge huge huge, kind of
0: crazy so you you explain the video then i'm going to chime in because i want to just talk about so we have all the details
1: well, okay, so there is a uh, a Bachelor contestant. Her name is Mara Great. Um, she is coming up on this upcoming season, which is on January 3rd. It debuts with Clayton Eckert. And, um, you know, listen, when, when you get onto an ABC show, they very much go through your background. They They check out you know, references, and they check out who you are, and they just want to make sure there isn't any big skeletons in your closet. Well, there's one thing that they missed in Mara's background, and that is she did quite a bit of adult filmmaking. Um, and this is more of the amateur kind of stuff, uh, you know, you upload to some of those i mean how do you name those sites like a, it's a personal site right like yeah. chatterbait or YouPorn, you know like a, one yeah. of those kinds of things and so there's quite a few videos of her and a guy from her past and um it's all over the internet if you if you look she went under a screen name named emma underscore great or um or Emma erotica and uh, we've been able to confirm that is in fact her we've had numerous sources say yep nope I, I definitely know Mara and that is her and beyond that we we were doing a bunch of investigative work to figure out if it's her (laughs) that sounds so weird yeah (laughs) we were watching the videos to make sure that it was her but more so um she has a tattoo that we we we've seen over and over again on her Instagram feed on her like her butt cheek her upper butt cheek and so we had to match this up It's, it's like a butterfly or something and you see it numerous times in the films, and she's also got a piercing in her belly button, and, and then the guy that's in the films also appears on her Instagram page, so putting everything together, we were able to track down this massive story because ABC doesn't like this kind of stuff, and I don't know how they missed it.
0: How did they miss it? This is the crazy part. Is like when you do, you know, when you go on these shows, they do background checks. And I'm sure they have private investigators. According,
1: you know, actually, unless unless we're reading into this wrong, and ABC did not miss it, and they actually want this as a talking point on the show or something.
0: Yeah, this is. Uh- it's not a bad move for ABC and we don't shame the girl for being doing this. It's totally cool. I'm accepting of it. It's cool. It's fine. Like do what you got to do. It's a hustle. Be open about yourself. It's fine. I don't judge. However, I I'm curious if a ABC knew about this, which it doesn't look like they did according to what we've heard about from sources. And, um, like B was this like, intentional did they know this was gonna be good for ratings like hey this is gonna be good for the show let's do this girl who has a porn background and see if she wins the guy so but from what we've heard and what we've learned is that abc did not know about her past
1: mm-hmm. is wild well like you said they have these private investigators that dive into every contestant so that stories like this don't come out is yeah. really what it comes down to. The videos so aren't uh,
0: so recent. The videos are from years ago. Um, It's with her ex-fiance. Um, We called, the, you know, it's so funny. So we actually called the guy. We got a hold of the guy. He says he was engaged to her, but we do know that she was engaged to this girl. And it's a whole weird, crazy situation. She apparently doesn't know that she was being filmed for a website, but if you see the photos that's and the videos,
1: not true. That's
0: not she true. She is looking directly. Yeah, she in the camera. Jealous.
1: Like this is, this is, a hundred percent. Like you shot it. You you you're probably just regarding that moment, and it's it's not one film. It's multiple films. So yes. you can't. You know it. We if you watched it, you'd be like, yeah, this is like any other adult film that. Uh, they're looking in the camera. They're talking to the camera. They're interacting with the camera so that, uh, you know, they could put it up online. Anyway, yeah, we had to reach so, out to
0: a few people just to confirm, like, can we, can you confirm this? Or, like, oh my God, they were blown away. They're like, holy cow, I didn't know that that was her. Yeah. So, wild story. Um, but that was an exclusive from the Hollywood Raw podcast. Now, yeah,
1: we put it up on TikTok. The Blast picked it up. A couple other websites picked it up already. So, that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now on to the year in review. It's been a good year, Dex. Um, you know, we've uh, you know we've met up a, a, a good bunch of people on the show. Um, you know, you were just at this music beach festival. Um, we put together were at Sweetstock, um, which was a crazy. Like you had some music festival experience this year between Sweetstock, right? like, and the Odyssey Beach Festival. It's kind of a wild year for you. Who knew you was were such a concert guy?
1: then <laughs> that's the funny part i mean i like music i just think that this year somehow i i kept landing at these like these big music festivals and you know obviously her dad the company behind our podcast uh put on Sweetstock. so that one w- was really fun because you know you get all this like super vip access to these these concerts and getting to be backstage and with Sweetstock, that was all like was it 90s music yeah, it was all 90s, pretty much 90s early like 90s. 2000s. Yeah. I don't know. But that one was fun because, you know, you and I are both friends with Mark McGrath, so getting to see him, you know, say He's hi for him. a little bit. I I had only I hadn't had a lot of time to meet with like the O Town guys, but like getting to know them during that concert was I think really fun. They were probably my favorite guys of of Sweetstock. Yeah, yeah, Just I mean, personally.
0: Sweetstock it was O Town, um 90 degrees, TLC, Shaggy, uh the one guy from lfo, LFO um <laughs> chris from- Um, yep. you know bone thugs and harmony um so it was just a very cool experience and the funniest part about that experience is that we were just there was not really a backstage it was like a side stage with like a fence from the crowd so i felt like yep. we we're like just watching the crowd look at us and it was just weird hanging out with like the stars well, of well you TRL. know it was weird
1: the the, the people that came up to us at Sweetstock and were like super fans of the podcast. I think that was the first moment that like I had had interactions with people because we'd would we been in quarantine a lot. You know, I hadn't sure. really been out and like but having people you have more people come up to you in the streets. But we had so many people come up and say they love the podcast. And I thought that was really just yeah, a cool uh, moment.
0: And we got to again yep. hang out with the O-Town guys who again really cool guys, fun, interesting story, but also Blown away by their performance, probably one of my favorites of the day. So that was really cool. I think we were just generally surprised and saw we saw how much they enjoyed doing what they do. And like, these guys are real friends. It's not like something like they're, they work together, but they also do the whole show themselves. Like, one guy does the PR, one guy does the bookings. This one guy does the merch. Like, it's like a, it's a, it's a they factory work over there. Yeah. So uh, that was cool. So,
1: I will tell you my. I think though my my favorite music moment band moment of the year though was at the odyssey beach festival Why when i got was that? to meet ajr you because AJR. i am i freaking love ajr they are so great I, I don't know all their songs are like super viral right now but getting to sit down interview them be on stage during their performance like everything about it was just so unbelievably cool and uh that to me was my favorite moment of the so year you when you guys came were down. there
0: you guys were doing interviews who else was at this concert festival
1: oh god there was so many there was little nas x there was, was a, a young blood um, w- young blood willow weezer modest mouse girl in red um 21 pilots I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. But yeah, I was there to see AJR more than anyone. I wanted to see them. And then I got to interview them. I got to play games with them. I got to be on stage and watch them. It was so damn cool. And then they came up to me after they got off stage. And they're like, did you have a good time? Did you enjoy it? Did we we fulfill all your expectations? I was like,
0: yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just you talking
1: to me right now. Fulfilled my expectations. Yeah, that was just good energy.
0: It's fun. Like, obviously, this episode kind of look back and see sort of the accomplishments or some of the cool moments you did. You know, obviously, this year for me started off in the pandemic. You know, it was cold in New York, so I wanted to get away. So I spent a few weeks in Miami and Mm -hmm. everyone was in Miami during this time. I mean, it was crazy. Just by coincidence, while I'm down here, Floyd Mayweather spent his birthday party down here. And I got invited to his birthday party. I ran into him that day at the Fountain Blue Hotel, and he said, hey, let's not do an interview today. Why don't you get me at one of my parties tonight? I went to the party tonight. I got an interview. It did very, very well for me. And uh, it was funny because there was all these reporters, but he wound up really just talking to me. And uh, it was cool just to kind of talk to a celebrity outside of New York City, and especially when the weather's cold there. It was nice here. And Everyone was coming down to Miami. I kept running to Meek Mill, the Nelk Boys, who – that was a very cool moment for me to see these guys because I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of them. But after talking to Floyd Mayweather, I got invited to a more private party for him. And Was this the one at to, the house? Yes. This was on Star Island, which Star Island is, like, this very exclusive island. Gloria Stefan lives there. A-Rod used to live there. And I think he might still live there. And a bunch of other celebrities live there. Huge, huge mansions on this little island right in the heart of Miami. And I got invited. I got on the list. I went to this party and it was this huge, crazy house. The weirdest part about this party is that they had the backyard, but they didn't have the inside of the house. So it's pretty much used. They rented a house and it was used as an event space. So there was like 300 people at this party, but like one bathroom, which was so fucking weird. Like when everyone needs to go to the bathroom and I wasn't even really drinking. However, like... I had to go to pee. I was there for a few hours.
1: I, lo- so, I love this story so much. I'm, like, so excited for you to get to well, the punchline it, here because it's, it's so it, funny and so random.
0: <laughs> Dude, I'm at Star <laughs> Island, the biggest mansion, the crazy view, sick DJ playing music, good-looking women, Floyd Mayweather, a few other random celebrities. And then all of a sudden, two hours into the party, I'm walking around with Floyd Mayweather's son trying to find a tree to piss behind. And I was like, what? <laughs> and me and him are just walking around like, yo, do you want to – I'll look out. You go behind that bush. or pee peeing in his backyard. So we're just – Peeing in this fucking million, this mansion's backyard because the line was too long to pee to go to the bathroom. So it was like everyone just started peeing in the bushes. But the cool part is, I saw Floyd. We uh, we we gave each other knuckles. I got a great photo with him. Like with the with the you know, it was just cool to be there and be involved in that. And that was really cool. Um, and then I also just got to interview a few other celebrities here. And uh, I don't know, I like running around with my camera in Miami. It's a fun thing. You actually got to interview a. I don't want to say a, a good star, sort of random, but a good star. You, uh, because I was like, kind of,
1: who? who are you talking about? You, so you have on your pot,
0: you have another show that you do with Odyssey. You yeah. got to talk to Ellen Pompeo.
1: Oh, yeah, that was dude. She's that's an not, interesting person. She's like, a huge like, star. She's what a are you huge star, about?
0: but you know, she's very big, but it's like such a random part. Like, star, yeah, like. so like, of all people, you got to talk to Ellen Pompeo,
1: so super random, agreed. Um, however. <laughs> I didn't realize like, so obviously I feel like Ellen Pompeo has been famous forever and a day because of Grey's Anatomy. Um, But I didn't realize her fan, her fandom is so massive. So I had this interview with Ellen. She was wonderful, by the way, super kind, just, just had a really nice interaction with her. And it was funny because one thing you don't see after this interview was when the um when we stopped down recording well we stopped down the interview the recording was still going on this no reason i know this happened uh i jumped off and you hear her say oh man he was really nice like what a fantastic oh, that's cool. interview and, and they sent it to me afterwards like hey by the way she really loved your interview <laughs> oh that's so cool. that was really cool but holy shit her fan base was so massive or i'm sorry is so massive um I put up this interview, and, like, I got retweeted by, like, thousands and thousands of people because they are so in love with Ellen Pompeo. I didn't realize the after effect of doing an interview with her. Like, really um, huge fan base.
0: It's such, like, a TV has, like, this really, like, people love TV, you know? And I think people, like, shows like that, it's, like, people, they could do... (laughs) Like shows like that, they could do like conventions on because people would be obsessed with that show, Grey's Anatomy. Well, They, they you know, do have the TV
1: conventions. You know what I thought was the craziest thing about when I was doing my research about her was just how does she not have an Emmy? She has been doing Grey's Anatomy for like 132 years and she's the staple. She is the star of Grey's Anatomy. She's never had a nomination, she's never had a win, nothing. And I'm like, all right, now the, the Emmys are just doing her wrong. The Television Academy is just kind of screwing her over. This is the last season. Like, give the woman an Emmy. Good God. Yeah. So I, I went on a, a crusade to see if I could get her an Emmy. But I don't know. If that
0: well, that'd be fun. I mean, show that to you. But that was a pretty cool one. I think the funniest part is you said you only had 10 minutes with her. And then, like, how do they let you know, like, 10 minutes? Like, okay, you're done. How do they, like...
1: Oh, I started so getting give me the light. <laughs> what, I, what I get text. Um, oh, you get... Normally when I'm doing an interview with someone, um, the publicist will still be on the phone with the producer. So I start getting text to my phone. That's like, Hey, uh, your time's up, your time's up. But she was so down to talk and like have the conversation that I'm like, well, I'm going to go as long as I can until I kind of get cut off. Because if you're having a great conversation, you don't want to end it right away. Right. I mean, we've had a yeah. couple of those where like the person's like, I got to go. We're
0: going to take a break. We want to talk about our growth. A lot of our growth really happened in the social media world.
1: If people have watched us over the last, I don't know, six months to a year, you could tell that our TikTok has been blowing Huge, up or yeah. YouTube, IG has been on point. A lot of that it comes from at Media.
0: Yeah, they've been able to put a lot of eyeballs on our content and uh, it really comes down to first the content it's got to be clean it's got to be nice it's got to be presented well
1: but it's also got to like speak to the audience exactly and that that was one thing that in the past before we worked with them our voice was never out there people yeah. didn't understand like what we were trying to get across and be in like a unique cool way and we're finally there thanks to them
0: and thanks to them we're also to get more eyeballs on the product yep. uh, so if you're out there looking to take your project to the next level it's a podcast or a YouTube series or even some sort of video production heard at media has been for us, it's been absolutely incredible. Absolutely uh, they really so. brought our game to the next level. So, so if you're interested in that, uh, make sure to check out hurtatmedia.com. That's H-U-R-R-D-A-T, media.com. So. I'm trying to look back at some, like, you know, again, I run, I meet a lot of celebrities um, in person, which is kind of cool. And I try to look back to see some of the, like, my memorable experiences from me running mm-hmm. into celebrities. And, you know, yeah, one who, of them... who do you
1: think would be, like, your biggest run-in this year? Dude,
0: I mean, I've actually— it's hard to say cause some of them are so big and I'm not saying that because you know, I'm not trying to be narcissistic. I'm just saying they're, they're pretty huge. Like for example, one of my biggest ones of the year was uh, Sarah Jessica Parker in the beginning of the year, talking about the reboot of sex in the city. Mm-hmm. And um, Sarah's like a interesting person. Um, maybe she's, she's very, you never know what kind of, She's 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 hit or miss. You just never know what kind of mood she's in. But I got this interview with her at her store and she talked about the Section City reboot, which the interview ended up anywhere. So it was like a good way to start the year. Like I got I just got back from Miami. I went first. She talked to me. It was right after they announced the reboot. And that one went crazy. Um, just was on all the other shows. And then, you know, obviously I'm running on my camera. I got a bunch of other people throughout the year. I mean, there's been so many. One of them that was very memorable but for me just because it was such an interesting time and someone who I just wanted to to see and be around him was Elon Mm -hmm. Musk. And it wasn't one of the best interviews because so many people are trying to get his autograph because his autograph is worth so much. But just to see him and kind of like talk to him a little bit and kind of experience him, that was very interesting. The video itself did insanely – it was probably like – weirdly enough it was my biggest video i've ever done in some ways more than connor
1: yeah connor mcgregor videos that i oh, well, like, we're gonna i couldn't get believe connor. like millions in a day
0: yeah we're gonna get to connor but this elon video monetization wise did like the most i've ever made on a video how yeah. i don't know i think it was an interesting time because it was right when he's both to host snl um fortunately i didn't put too much time into it but it was um it did very, very well for me. Um, the other one was, you know, I got, again, I met Michael Gandolfini, who I've met before, but I had a really good conversation ahead of The Many Saints of nork and it was like a very cool, fun interview for him that kind of showed who he was and showed him off, and I think people were very curious about him, and it was a good walk-and-talk interview, exclusive on the streets, that people just wanted to see who he is before the the movie came out. Another interview I did... Um, was uh again i've had a bunch i've had a bunch uh another one that i thought did very very was very very cool for me was oh, man michael buble on the streets of new york city i mean this is just always good michael Bu- again i keep talking about how many I did. michael Bublé singing on the streets of new york city that's why i kind of wrap my year this,
1: but this this video was cooler than i think almost any of your other videos. Yeah, I mean it's this one <laughs> because the
0: coolest video but it's the nicest, best, most fun, interesting. It's heartwarming. It,
1: it made the celebrity look so dope. It made you look cool. It was yeah. just like all around a really fun video and there's rarely moments like this that have ever happened. Like John Mayer is the only other person I think of like that has had really fun moments with the paparazzi like Michael Buble had a really fun moment with you on the streets of New York
0: man this video it's like it makes so many people reached out to me and said I wasn't really a Michael Buble fan before like I just wasn't familiar with him but after seeing this video it made me want to like hang out with him it made me it made me a fan and it's true like Michael Buble is one of the most charming good guys great to see live that was really cool so that was an amazing one. I got to meet Addison Rae this year, which I was very impressed with. She's very nice. She's very cool. She's very good to her fans. Very, uh, excited about her. I got an amazing interview with WWE star superstar, Randy Orton. That did very well for me. You know, it's always good to see him cause he's a huge star. Again, I'm naming just some of my videos. I'm like amazing. And then, you know, there's a little thing that this was a crazy experience. Um, Conor McGregor had a wild thing this past year. He, he was at the VMAs and he wound up like going after a little bit. Machine gun Kelly. It was a huge story. He addressed it a little bit and everyone wanted to talk to Conor McGregor the next day. I, well, later that night, I ran to Conor McGregor on the streets of New York city. And he said, you know what, dude, you have always been my guy. Meet me tomorrow. I met up with Conor McGregor and I had a seven minute interview with Conor McGregor on the street It could have been cooler. It could have been nicer. We addressed everything. It was nice. I thought I did a great job on it. I'm not tooting my own horn uh, because for his sake. And then he did a great job. And then afterwards, he's like, I need to take a photo with my guys. You guys are my New York guys. And it was cool. It was fun. It was just great. It was one of those moments where it just kind of like it was cool to have that moment with Conor McGregor, who's such a um, big star. You know, one of them, you know, actually – Conor McGregor is one of the most the highest earning athletes in sports of this past year. So it was just cool to kind of talk to him, you know.
1: That's so dope that, that that was a. It's fun to see your relationships with these huge stars and just how you're the only one that gets them to talk, or they're they only want to talk to you when they come to New York or when they've got something going on. It, it, it's pretty amazing.
0: And you know, I, one thing you, that yeah.
1: I was gonna say one other interaction that I literally almost forgot about, which happened two days ago for me, was meeting Jimmy Kimmel.
0: Oh, dude, I mean, so you, <laughs> so let's talk about this. So Dax has this other companies involved with, that he did a deal with Shark Tank um, called Trophy Smack. It's a very cool company. It's e-commerce at Trophies. They specialize in really cool, significant, like just these wild trophies that you can't find anywhere else and uh dax made it, you know this past year i mean you were on shark tank this past year well the video it was in finally-
1: january so it's technically this year it yeah, we yeah, taped it right last now. year but it's it aired in january of this year so technically this year
0: so the video yeah the show came out the episode came out this past year of you making the deal with mark cuban and your company's kind of been it was doing well before but ever since everyone knows this company you wound up hooking up with ABC and Jimmy Kimmel, who's doing a college football bowl. They had the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. And you wound up doing this crazy cool belt for the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl and made rings for the winning team. And so you went to the game. You and the Trophy Smack staff got to go to the game, experience we, it on not the only field. Did we,
1: yeah, we were literally in a on-the-field cabana. So SoFi Stadium, if you ever seen the most expensive stadium in the world it is top of the line it's amazing well they the la bowl put us right down on the field so you are there with the players as they're like running around it's really unbelievable seats uh but what was cool so we yeah you mentioned we make this made this championship belt for the la bowl which was so cool it's the biggest belt we have ever made Um, but it's got jimmy's name on it because he is the face of the la bowl and we actually got to meet him uh, during the fourth quarter of the game they took us back um because we are hearing that jimmy loved the belt so we got to go meet him in his cabana and uh he he was awesome he was like thank you guys so much this belt is amazing i'm really happy with the way that it turned out we got to take pictures with them at one moment i actually gave him so i was wearing one of the championship rings And they're huge. They are just these massive rings that are all filled with filled with jewels and blingy. And I said, oh, and this is the ring that the championship team gets to wear or gets to take home. Do you want mine? And so I gave my ring to Jimmy and he was like, this is awesome. And he got down on one knee and proposed to Molly with it (laughs) backstage. You see him. He gets down one knee and he's doing it to Molly and she's like, oh, thank you. And then they start kissing And, uh, it was just, it was a cool moment for, for that whole thing to come full circle because we'd been working on this championship belt for the LA bowl for like nine months. And so to finally be at the bowl game, to be there taking pictures with Jimmy and this belt we had created, and he was just so happy with it. It was, it was really cool.
0: Yeah. Um, no, the photos epic. And and again, you're, you're, uh, I mean it's pretty cool. The the belt, I was actually in LA and got to see the belt, and it's a big belt. The belt it's is massive. Huge, right? It's massive. It's it's bigger than your average championship belt, but it's very, very cool and it's it's one of a kind. So it's just cool that you guys got involved with it. And it's just trendy. Like it's just cool to have like a belt like that. Um, I want to get into actually one of my least favorite encounters because you know, again, you hear all my oh, this celebrity oh. counter was great. <sighs> this celebrity counter was awesome.
1: See- this is why I love how your brain works cuz I was sitting here like oh yeah we're talking about all good things. Yes, tell me your least favorite encounter of the year.
0: So my least favorite encounter of the year. Ready for this? If you had mm-hmm. a guest Dex, who do you think it was? Just for like a random name and again, it's not like I even met them just who do you th- I would be surprised if you know this story cuz we talk a lot if you remember
1: this one. I I mean I, I would always just I would always just say Alec Baldwin, but That's a good call. I don't know who was your least favorite?
0: My least favorite encounter of the year was with Tasha Adams from the uh, the what? Bachelorette and the Bachelor. Oh my God, brutal! I don't brutal. think I know Not this. Not cool, man. You haven't she told was me this brutal. story. So Tasha Adams, um, I thought would be very nice. So I'll be very cool. Obviously, she. I had a friend who worked with her when she was doing like promo modeling for a little bit. and Said she was super nice, and I was at the airport. For... And now, is this
1: in that, like, was she was her season airing at this moment or like give me the timeline this of was after, this where was her after season was
0: she's, she's, she's just after she's out dating the guy, Zach, and um, she was out dating the guy, Zach, and I ran into it. I was at the airport for someone and she was on the flight with uh, Keegan Michael and I was there for Keegan Michael Key, who is one of the nicest people out there, like such a cool dude. Such a good guy, nice, good to the fans, just a good person. And I got Keegan and she and and Keegan was so cool, so nice, fun, cool. And he watched me go up to her with the camera and try to talk to her. And she couldn't have been she couldn't been worse. She was absolutely terrible. Her and the guy were absolute assholes to me. Um, I tried talking to them off camera. They were dicks. Um, they were terrible, like not nice, not cool. And um it's crazy um, how you know, nasty funny. they were.
1: We've talked about this a lot, though. We've talked about how a lot of reality stars and people that have gotten famous quickly are not kind. Or, like, they think they're bigger than they are, if that yeah. makes sense. Well, it's and, crazy. Yeah. And, and they, they don't always treat the paparazzi or fans or anyone nice because it's just like, I, I don't know. But then you talk to the biggest stars in the world who are the kindest people to photographers or anyone like Brad Pitt. I've never seen a bad interaction with Brad Pitt or with Angelina Jolie or Ann. You know, they, they, there's a certain people that they've just become so big that they're used to it where reality stars or people that have become famous quickly are just like, Oh, I not I'm too big for this. I, I, I don't want to be chased down or I don't want to be, I don't want to talk to someone or I don't want to this fan near me. Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. She was, um, it's funny because Keegan Michael Key saw the the incident and he was like, whoa. Like he was like, what the hell? And we started talking about it. He was like, dude, that's kind of weird. I was like, dude, I thought this girl would be loving it, but she couldn't have been any nastier. I tried to like shake their hand afterwards, and they were like, basically, like, get the fuck away. Like they were so nasty. And Keegan Michael Key saw it go down. He's like, dude, that's such a shame. Like these are the people that actually kind of should be embracing it and needing it. And then it's funny, because then I ran into her maybe a few months later, two months later with Caitlin Brush. I ran into Tasha and Caitlin bristow and caitlin was super nice and taisha was taken back because caitlin was so nice to me and taisha was like was trying to be a little bit nicer but she was so confused and weirded out by the situation but caitlin was very nice to me and i appreciated that but taisha was so nasty and then it's funny because you know a few weeks later taisha is doing setup shots for paparazzi (laughs) 1000 2000, she's doing set shots with a photographer. I was like, okay, now you need us. Okay. And uh she's doing setup shots with paparazzi. And now I can't even get a photographer. If I have a tip on her, I can't even get a photographer to across the street to shoot her. So um, <laughs> shit sucks, Tasha You know, and uh, yeah, hope you get nicer. Um
1: I'm trying to think, I don't think I had any bad interactions this year. I I'm trying to think if I had any at all, but I'm trying to
0: think I don't if you did. Think um so.
1: No, I did I? Did. No, I I'm trying idea. to think
0: if we had any like
1: you had. A, I, would a podcast. Say, I would say the one person that I wanted to interview that we didn't get to was Shaggy at Sweetstock. Yeah, that was but a weird was, one. And he was literally there all day long but just in his trailer just didn't come out
0: that was weird and then also yeah you turned it around because you had a weird incident with um who was on our podcast with kendra wilkinson who turned out to be very sweet it was just that she clearly didn't want to talk about the playboy
1: stuff you know so I, I i thought about this a lot so we had kendra wilkinson on let just like like what a month two months ago. i don't even remember i feel like everything's blurred together a couple weeks back um but we had kendra on and i she was definitely a little fired up and I start when we started off the interview, like I was kind of almost taking it personally, um, that like, Oh, she's, she's grumpy or whatever. But I, what I realized halfway through is it had nothing to do with the interview with us. She was at home with her kids by herself. She's a single mom and she was literally in the car trying to like make it a soundproof area And while we're there, her kids are then coming up to the car, knocking on the windows. So I think that it was just a moment where I caught a mother who was trying to do a lot and appease me while on camera. It was just it was too much. And, I, you know, and I. so I think at the moment I was like, well, why is she so grumpy with me? But then it was like, oh, no, I'm a parent. I know what this is about. She she's got too much on her plate right now. And I'm lucky to even have her on the podcast.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. Well, that's a good way of looking at it, okay. dude.
1: So many good stories from this year. Just really interesting interactions. I, I don't know. I, I feel like I live my life vicariously through you and all your like fun little moments on the street. I love it. It's so fun. yeah. It's
0: been. I mean, this is only some of the moments. I mean, I I gotta go on one last moment. I, I was at the Nick game, the playoff game, and. There was a guy who looked like John Stewart's brother. and He was waiting for an hour and a half, waiting for someone to come to the game. And I'm at this entrance. Uh, there's, I the think it's Four Penn Plaza, the side where all the celebrities go in. It's sort of like Gates, so you can't really get too close to them. Um, but I was there to get some clips of whoever's showing up to the Nick game. This guy was waiting for like an hour and a half, waiting for someone to come in. And finally, five minutes before the game, I see a police escort coming down the street. And I see a black SUV going behind it. I think it's a politician. And then as the car gets closer, it's um it says New Jersey State Police. I'm like, huh? And then who gets out of the black SUV is the new head coach of the New York Jets. Which I'm like, wow, <laughs> this guy got a
1: police so he got escort a police the, escort. <laughs> he got
0: a police escort to a Knicks game. I'm like, dude, this is a story. Like, this is interesting. Yeah. This guy gets a police escort to a Knicks game. He goes into the game. I send the video in, and I'm like, this is a little weird that this guy got a police escort. Find out that. This guy, the police were never given permission to cross state lines to give this guy a police escort to the Nick game. Like, how was that possible? How, why was this guy given the, of everything going on in the world, why was this guy given a police escort to the Nick game? How was he given permission? Why were the cops doing that? And wound up being a big story. I got a call from investigators saying, hey, like. We just want to talk to you about this because they were investigating it. And I was like, hey, listen, the video speaks for itself. This guy got a police escort from New Jersey State troopers into New York for the next game. So it's just, you know, dude, you just
1: break in stories left and right. So here's the thing. Okay, we have a lot more to do on this episode. I wanted to get into like some of the biggest stories of the year. I want to, but I'm I'm almost thinking if you're cool with it, do you mind if we save that for next week's episode and then we kind of get into because like like i i really want to kind of break down the whole britney spears conservatorship stuff and kind of like the roles that we played in a lot of these bigger stories like ben and j-lo i mean i was there for the moment that they like got back together so i i want to get into it but i feel like this episode is already good enough and it kind of stands on its own and i don't know we just have and I, I won't really want to spend the time. Do you mind if we save that other stuff? For I, next do week?
0: Mind, I do not okay. mind. Axel I do not. All right.
1: So that. we're going to save that stuff for next week. Next week. We'll do kind of like the big stories, the Kim and Pete getting together. I mean, you know, that obviously Adam has a, a deep connection um, into all of that kind of stuff. And, and I want to get into Alec Baldwin and that kind of that crappy story, but okay. We'll save all that for next week. Um, and we'll get back to it. So, Adam, let, let, you know, wrap us up. You you do the best at the wrap-up job. I'm
0: kind of pissed, dude. I was supposed to do a – did I tell you I was supposed to go to SNL this week, and then they got rid of the crowd, and I couldn't to go to SNL? So that kind of you know. stunk. I'm a little bummed. Yeah, I was supposed to go to SNL this week, and then they got rid of the audience because of the Omicron pandemic that's going out there. So they got rid of the audience, so I just got the news, which sucks. But, uh, guys – Follow the Hello Raw podcast on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Ron it all. we got a private Facebook group where we give out tons of uh, uh, exclusive content that you can't find anywhere else. Um, the best thing you do to support this podcast is leave a review, five-star only. Say a few kind words, and if you leave a review, we'll say it live on air. Um, if you want to see behind-the-scenes paparazzi videos that you can't find anywhere else, Make sure you follow us on all the social media platforms. Um, you can find me at, at Adam Especially Shout
1: out to the TikTok page, which just broke 50,000 followers. Oh, am I just want to hear you sing. I want to hear you your not note. Cheering, like, I was cheering. I, just, for us. I liked
0: your Oprah voice. So I just want to hear you. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to hear your tone. I want to hear your range, dude. Um, <laughs> <And>
1: you <laughs> yeah, you we get got a 50,000 50, and you get a 50,000. <laughs>
0: We have 50,000 followers on TikTok. Thanks to you guys. Um, but we got really awesome content on there. You can find me at, at AdamGlint, and You can find Dax Holt at D-A-X-H-O-L-T. We'll see you guys next time.
1: A Huda Media Production.